and welcome to another episode of Never Not Grateful, a podcast all about how gratitude can change your life for the better. I'm Megan Peters. I'm so grateful that you're back for another episode of the podcast. We are getting close to ending our first season of this podcast, so I would love to hear how you guys have been feeling about it. Have you been enjoying it? Do you think there are things that could be changed? Do you have ideas for episodes for next season? You can always reach out to me on the Never Not Grateful Instagram, which is just Never Not Grateful. Super easy to find over there on Instagram. You can also reach me, Megan, at crazy underscore bananas over on Instagram. And you can find every episode of our podcast, plus all the archive show notes, over at crazybananas.com. Every episode I ask you this and every episode I will continue to. If you are listening to this podcast in your iTunes podcast app, I would so appreciate if you could leave a rating or a review. That is the way that podcasts get pushed to the top of the list for people to find over on iTunes. So it would really help us out if you could rate, review, like, share with your friends, especially this time of year. We're headed into the holiday season. I think a great gratitude reminder is always a good thing. Just the stress of the season can get to all of us. I know it can really get to me. I tend to overschedule and with all of our family obligations and just fun things that we have going on during the holidays, it can be really easy to get overwhelmed. So forwarding on this podcast to someone in your family or your friend group that you think might need it would be a great way to show them you care this holiday season. Also, as a reminder this holiday season, check out our bonus episode, which includes a little gratitude meditative practice. You can find that if you're subscribed to Never Not Grateful in your podcast app. Just look under bonus episodes, or you can find it over at crazybananas.com under the Never Not Grateful menu. It's just a quick, about 10-15 minute podcast episode where I kind of lead you through a guided gratitude practice. And I think it would be really useful, especially if you're traveling over the holidays, spending a lot of time out of your comfort zone, maybe you're staying with friends or family, where you just need a little bit of a break because you're feeling overwhelmed. It's a great way to take a little time for yourself and also recenter yourself on gratitude. One final reminder, I would love it if you made a call to the Never Not Grateful Gratitude Hotline. I'm over there saving messages from people where they're calling in and leaving messages of things they are grateful for. And I'm just loving them. Thank you so much to everybody that's called. It has been such a gift to hear what you're grateful for in your life. There's been such a great amount of messages and it just makes my heart so happy. But I would love to get a couple more putting together a special holiday episode of Never Not Grateful with these messages of gratitude from you, our listeners. So if you'd like to call in and leave your message of gratitude, please do so dial 913-717-7936. And that number will also be in our show notes. You'll just dial in, you'll get a voicemail message asking you to leave your message of gratitude. It's very easy. It can be long. It can be short. It can be whatever you want it to be. Thank you again so much to everyone who's already called. And I look forward to hearing from the rest of you very soon. 
Okay, now on to today's episode. Today, I am sharing a conversation I had with my friend Marion. So Marion is someone that I met through another friend. And when I started this podcast, I reached out to some friends and family and just said, hey, I'm starting this podcast about gratitude. I think I had recorded one or two episodes already and just said, do you know of anybody that you think would be a good person for me to interview on the podcast? And Marion's name came up, and I am so grateful that it did. Marion is an incredible woman. She's an engineer. She's had an incredible career, and she talks about that a little bit in the interview. But one of the things that really inspired me about her is just the life situations that she's been through and how she's been able to take this focus on gratitude and make it work in a long-term way. I think a lot of people who have started this gratitude practice process or have started focusing their life on gratitude, it hasn't been that long that they've been doing it. So we're, we're hearing a lot of great short-term benefits, but having this gratitude practice as it evolves over time is just so interesting to me. Marion is actually a widow. Her husband passed away, um, I think, almost two years ago. And she talks about that in the podcast as well. And I just thought that she was so inspiring the way that she has taken her life in this direction of focusing on thankfulness and gratitude. One other thing that I just found incredibly interesting was that most of the interviews I've done so far on the podcast have been with women who tend to have more creative, artistic careers. And Marion is an engineer. She's a very rational thinker. And I loved hearing from that perspective because I think sometimes we can get caught up in the, oh, this is like really woo-woo, focusing on gratitude and journaling and all of these things. And I think that's sometimes easier for people to accept if they come from a more creative, artistic-oriented background. But hearing from Marion, who's an engineer, who is just an incredibly intelligent woman, and, you know, not saying that our creative friends are not incredibly intelligent. They, of course, are as well, but just in a really different way. Their, their methods of thinking are very, very different. And I just thought that that was a really interesting perspective and that it might reach you if you're maybe a person who has listened to some of these podcast episodes and been like, okay, this is too much. This is too woo-woo. I'm not doing a gratitude journal. I'm not doing an artistic gratitude practice. I'm not going to be performing my music, any of those things. You know, so far in my, my guest list, I've had an artist, I've had a musician, I've had a writer. Um, so having someone on the podcast podcast who is an engineer and just thinks a little bit differently, I think is really great because I know that there are some of you out there who her story is really going to touch and the way that she approaches gratitude in her life, even if it's not how maybe I do it or someone else might do it, it might be something that you can relate to. And I really, really hope so. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Marion is incredible. I'm so grateful to her for coming on. This was her first ever podcast that she was interviewed on. And I feel very, very lucky to have been the first podcast to interview her. So with that, I hope you enjoy this interview. Marion, thank you so 
so much for joining me on Never Not Grateful. I'm so glad you're here. And I know you're going to have some amazing bits of wisdom to share with our listeners. So why don't we start with you telling the audience a little bit about yourself? Where do you live? What's your family situation, your job, anything you'd like to share? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here as I'm looking out at what looks like to be our first snow of the season in Kansas City. Oh my gosh, I know. I was coming up to edit this and I looked outside. I cannot believe it's snowing. This is perfect. So first time on a podcast, first time with the snow for the year. It's a good afternoon. Yes. Um, Yeah. So me, I'm a chemical engineer. I have about 35 years of experience in the corporate world. Uh, Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a really great run. Um, Shout out to my friends at BP and the Boeing company. And after about 35 years, um, I decided it was time to kind of shift things up a little bit. Uh, I ended up in Kansas City. Uh, That was about five years ago. I currently work for a small and mighty nonprofit called the Kansas City STEM Alliance. And right now I work on uh, programs and with uh, individuals and systems to help support women and minorities who are interested in STEM careers, science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, So kind of my work trajectory is still heavily connected to engineering, but in a different, very different aspect. Um, my, the rest of my life, I, um, I, my husband, uh, died two years ago. So I'm in my sophomore year of widowhood. My life is about half and half in two very different locations. I, uh, half my life, half of every week, actually three or four days, I am here in Kansas city in this tiny little condo on the plaza. And the other half of the week, I run a horse farm south of here, uh, outside of Clinton, Missouri. And uh, both of these halves balance me quite nicely. I am, um, I guess I'm probably a little more active than most people I know my age. I am 61, and it is a great age. This is a great time to be alive. And I've probably always been a little more active than people my age. I like. I like doing things. I like learning things. I like trying new things like podcasts. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all that because I think your life just sounds incredibly interesting. And you've obviously been through some things that are wonderful and some things that were very difficult. And kind of that's what this podcast is about. It's talking about how we use an active gratitude practice to get through not only the good times in our life, but the times that are a little harder as well. And since we're here to talk about gratitude, um, can you share a little bit about how you implement gratitude in your life? Do you have a daily gratitude practice? Is it something that's just kind of overarching through your life? Or do you have anything specific that you do every day, every week or anything like that? Um. Yeah, I, I have a gratitude practice, and, um, and I think a lot about gratitude. Um, I try to integrate um, gratitude or um, kind of thoughts of gratitude or the filter of gratitude. I try, I try to integrate that into my life. Um, so, for example, um, when I've got kind of a, a problem that I've been dealing with, I try to look at the problem and think of ways that I can approach it from an aspect of 
gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to, well, okay. Like, so for, so my current practice right now, um, (laughs) yeah. So the last two years, um, I have just taken a beating quite frankly. And, um, so one of the results of that is that my physical fitness is not where I like it to be. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's a problem I'm working on, you know, how to become as physically fit as I want and need to be. Um, so I've been, I was trying all the normal ways of, you know, look at your diet and record your weight and look at your da, 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 all these different ways that we think about fitness, take a class. And it hit me about a month ago. I thought, well, why don't I look at this from appreciative or from a gratitude perspective? So what I've been doing since then is every day I think about one aspect of my body, myself, that I'm really appreciating that day. And then I take it the next level and I say, and why? Why is that important to me today? Why am I appreciating that? Why am I noticing that today? So instead of thinking about this problem that I have to fix my physical fitness, I'm taking just a moment during the day to to notice something that is working really well. And why? Why does it why does it matter to me? I love that so much. And that's exactly <laughs> what I've talked to a couple different guests on the podcast. Obviously, this is a newer podcast, so I haven't talked to all the people in the world. But that is a thread that I have found that carries through people who work on gratitude actively, right? Like, so they're they're doing right. it on purpose, right? It doesn't just come to right. us, but it's that changing that mindset. Um, I talked in another episode with a guest and we talked about the abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset. And this mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of that. It's that idea of, you know, I don't have enough. My body isn't enough. And if you switch that and say, but what do I have? What does my body do that I'm appreciative of? That can change your whole outlook. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I, I don't, it's not about ignoring the progress I want to make, but it's about acknowledging where I am. Um, and, and I, and I, I'm a very structured uh, person, no surprise there with my training and my career. But so what I do is I tell myself, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write this down every day and I'll continue now this through December. So I'll probably start the new year with some other form of that practice. But I, you know, I give myself a definition too. I don't let it just kind of peter out or lose interest. I commit to doing it for a certain amount of time. Right. That probably helps you be more accountable because I know for me, I'm also, we have very different careers, but I am also can be a very structured person. And I tend to, I love lists. I love checklists. That's my favorite thing. I don't know if you do this, but I have a, I have like a bullet journal that I keep um, my list of to do's in and I'll write down things I already did just so I can cross them off because it makes me feel so good. (laughs) Like, right. I'm so productive. It is. Um, it is. Not the mention I'm actually taking time out of my productiveness <laughs> yeah. to write down the thing I already did. But that's okay. It makes me feel good. <laughs> it counts. It counts. I, another thing that I just started doing, um, and this doesn't necessarily happen daily, but it certainly happens three or four times a week. Um, I interact with a lot of people all the time every day. Okay. And um, I just started looking at folks that do work uh, and folks that help me or somebody that I've hired to help me with a project. And I just hit, again, hit a moment where I just really started seeing them through a lens of gratitude. And now I just make it a point. And these are now about simple things. I, I think 
I, I like gratitude and appreciation when it's about something every day. Um, so I have also now I'm in the habit of saying thank you to somebody who has helped me with something and then telling them mm. why it's important. It's not just that, you know, I think a lot of times we're pretty cursory with the thank you. Thanks. Thank you. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. And it just doesn't even really sound like it has any meaning. But, you know, I'll tell the guy at Walmart, thank you for helping me find the firewood because this would have taken me 20 minutes walking around the store if you hadn't helped me out. I really appreciate you helping me save time. You know, so I say thank you. I say what they did and I say why it mattered to me. And, you know, it takes, what, 10 more seconds to do that? But it just feels important to me right now that we recognize when we are appreciative for something that we say it out loud and we let this other person know how maybe their very simple thing actually really, really helped me in that moment. I love that so much. That is a great idea that I am going to try to take into my day today and the rest of my week because I am definitely a person who really appreciates appreciation. Um, I like, what is that thing? The words of affirmation from the, the five love languages book. Words of affirmation is totally my love language. I love when people affirm that I'm doing, doing well. And I don't always, while I do say thank you a lot, I'm definitely a person who says thank you a lot. This idea of taking it a step forward because that's requiring you to to be more thoughtful, but then the person receiving it is also going to take that in in such a different way. And then it's like your gratitude ripples out to them. And then maybe the next person that they interact with, what a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It feels like it matters somehow. It does. It absolutely does matter. And and I know, you know, this week we're recording this podcast two days after a big election and Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just a lot of tension in the world, no matter what side of whatever issue you may be on. Um, So finding those little moments to connect with someone, especially someone maybe that you're just dealing with in, you know, a passing way, you know, like you said, the guy at Walmart who's helping you find the firewood, you may have nothing else in common with that person, but to be able to connect with them in that moment in that way is going to make such a big difference. Even if it doesn't touch them in their day, maybe they're having a hard day, whatever, what it's going to do for you as you move through the world is just amazing and it may touch them in a way maybe they've had a horrible day and they're they're stopped in their tracks by this mention of gratitude because they weren't expecting it because that's not something that every person does i i voted in uh, roscoe missouri you Um, did tiny tiny little place the sign says population 124 oh my Uh, goodness people there the voting officials have been doing it every single year forever they look like they're in their 80s and 90s. It's a tiny little trailer. You walk in there and they you can see it's a thing for them. They have been doing this forever. And I love their energy and I love the way they do it. And they have little tiny card tables and those little tiny cardboard boxes that are all bent up that you sit in and you get a paper ballot and you fill it out with a big fat pencil. And they've made each other casseroles. You can smell the broccoli (laughs) and the cheese. And then they made each other Toll House cookies and they've all got their food there. And I told them, I said, I, I love coming here. I said, I love, I love you. You guys are doing such a great job. I really appreciate all your energy. I really appreciate that you're doing this now. And they're just like, oh, we do it every time. I'm like, I know you do. And I just, I love coming here. So thanks for being here. And um, 
yeah, I just, I really, you know, in, in all the tension around all the content and all the uncertainty around the elections, there's this little beacon of light in Roscoe, Missouri. And I appreciated it so much. And I told them and I told them why. So. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> so I know that you kind of mentioned you're, you're a widower and it's been two years. And so I usually ask my guests if there's, you know, a big challenge in their life that kind of helped them focus on gratitude, um, just in that they had to figure out a way through, you know, something hard. And usually I ask them to pick something. But since you mentioned that, I, I did want to ask a little bit about that, if that, if dealing with that huge life moment affected you focusing on gratitude or, or how gratitude may have helped you through that time, which obviously isn't something that like you work through and like, okay, now I'm done. I've worked through that. Like that's a continuous process that you'll probably be doing for a very long time, if not for the rest of your life. So I wanted to ask a little bit about that experience. Um, I guess that's a great question. Um, I, I guess for me, gratitude has really, it's just, it's really been a foundation for me. It's been a real kind of cornerstone of who I am from um, kind of coming from my, one of my number one role models, who is my mother. She's also an engineer. Her name is Dorothy. And um, she just pretty much embodied gratitude. She grew up uh, the youngest of five children, um, well below the poverty line in Southern Florida. Um, her, her dad left at a very early age. Her mom did not have, nor did she value education. And, and this woman, this powerhouse gets herself through engineering college and decides that no one company is really big enough to hold her. So she starts and runs her own engineering company, um, as a mom, uh, in the seventies and eighties and you, you know, uh, the, and she does all of that with this phenomenal appreciation of everyone, everything and every blessing that she's ever had. So I just watched her, I think, and I, some of it was overt where she would talk about her. She was grateful for stress in her life. She told me, she said, yep. First thing you got to do in the morning, you got to get up and you got to eat a big bowl of stress. That'll get you going. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she would, she would tell me, stress, of course you're stressed. Stress means that what you're doing matters to you. Stress means that what you're doing is important. Stress is like energy for you. Stress is just energy misdirected. Yeah. So, so she just, this, this was her. She was the, a phenomenal optimist. Just she is tough as nails. Um, and yeah, just kind of lights up any space that she goes into. So so yeah, I think that was kind of my foundation, just seeing her deal with, and you know, as a kid, you don't know anything is different, you know, anything is different from where you, what you're growing up in, right? Mm -hmm. So that was like my baseline. That was just like my norm was watching this powerful woman deal with phenomenal obstacles um, with joy and with gratitude. She was happy to, still is happy to be here, happy to have the work, happy to have the challenges. So I think given that just as a, as a foundation. Um, so what that meant was, yeah, when I moved here to Kansas city five years ago, even though I knew two people and I didn't have any job, I had no prospects that I was really happy to be here. I really wanted to be here. Um, I love Kansas city and I have some history here. So that meant that I could create my social circle. I could find the supports I needed. I could find incredibly 
um, rewarding work. And that, of course, then led to the foundation that when uh, my husband died two years ago, that I had already the blessings and the things in place to help me deal with that. It's sort of a, I don't know, I think of it sort of as gratitude in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, it, the, certainly my, my feeling of gratitude being here helped me then, you know, have the support that I needed um, in, a, in a time of tragedy. Um, I think also it helps. I'm a very uh, kind of uh, long-term thinker. I think about the long view. I think about the 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 kind of the, the the big patterns. I think about life in the you know from kind of the top. I'm kind of a top-down thinker. Um, and gratitude really helps me, and it certainly helped me in time of grief to look at just what was happening every day. It certainly helped me just to be in the moment. Um, because there are, in times of bereavement and in times of joy, I mean, there are just miracles around us every day. And um, ha- having a gratitude practice helped me see that and not focus so much on that big, you know, early days of bereavement, certainly at least freshman year, it's it's overwhelming if you try to think about the long term. It's just too much yeah. and you're still in grief. But a gratitude practice helps you see in addition to the long-term uncertainty, it helped me see, well, this miracle this day, you know, this person that brought over chocolate or somebody brought me lavender oil or gave me a lovely book or just took me to dinner. Those tiny things, the gratitude practice helped me see those for how big they really were. And, and that made a big difference, I'm sure, that first year. Yeah, I would imagine so. And I love that you talked about being a long-term thinker type person and how you've kind of had to bring that down a little bit and how gratitude did that for you. Cause you're right. When you think in the moment of what do I have to be grateful for today, even if the future seems incredibly uncertain, which, you know, the truth is it's always uncertain. We just, we just notice it more when we're going through something hard. It just, it's like putting a giant spotlight on the fact that we're not in control and anything could happen at any time, even though we've planned all the things. Um, and so bringing that back a little bit to just focus on this moment or this day, that's something that's been really challenging for me too. And I've found that having a gratitude practice really helps with that a lot. Because I used to think that people that just focused on their day-to-day were like, how did they get anything done? Like, you're not planning. Like, where is your list? You need to list your things right. out or you're not going to get it done. And and they always seem so serene. And I'm a naturally ha- glass half-empty sarcastic type of person and I was just annoy me but now I can see that I, the only person I was hurting with that mindset was myself you know those people were just going on with their day being grateful and happy they didn't they didn't care what I thought about their gratitude practice yeah. that's yeah there's just that lovely book the art of the long view um, and that is if I give myself half a chance that's where I'll live um, but you can't sacrifice the, you know, again, the beauty of the day and those, just those everyday miracles. And people, I think, um, certainly when I was in the very first intense days of grief, um, real friends and, and real family know that, and they will make that effort and they will reach out. And those are those miracles. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I think finding that balance, it sounds like, is is a really good thing for you, like finding the balance between, of course, still having that long term view, because that is still important. It is so important to to make plans and, and prepare for the future, but to also at the same time, look at those little miracles every day. Um, that's just wonderful. So um, I, we kind of already talked about this a little bit, but we we're going to talk a little bit about how to handle finding gratitude when things aren't great in life. And so I wanted to ask, when you're in a funk, right, you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed, the wrongest of wrong sides, um, and everything is going wrong, right? How do you have a way that you do to kind of switch that mindset? Is there something that you can do to to step back and step back into gratitude kind of when you get into that funk? Yes, I do. I, um, it's something I, <laughs> I think to myself when I, when I label this, I think of it as anticipatory gratitude. And here's what I do when I'm facing a situation and I'm, and, and this is usually when I wake up in a funk, it's usually anticipating something I've got to do that day or something I've got to go or something that's facing me right then. It's just not pleasant or it's not certain or whatever. Okay. It's just, it's not good. Um, I have a routine now that I call anticipatory gratitude where I look ahead in that day. Cause usually also if it's, if I'm in that funk, it's a here and a now thing. Okay. So we're talking about, there's an immediacy to this. So, um, the beauty of the immediacy is usually it's something I can deal with also pretty quickly, whereas some of the long-term tragedies take a lot longer to deal with. No, I wake up, I'm in a funk. Well, that's immediate. So what I do is I think of in that day, okay, so in the day ahead of me, what is one thing that I can do that I know is going to make me feel really good? And I don't care what it is. I don't care how simple. I don't care how elaborate. I don't care if, if it involves, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what it involves. I have, you know, I just think in the, in the place where I'm going, the physical space, if I'm staying or I'm leaving or I'm traveling or whatever, wherever I'm going to be, I think about my day ahead. What is one thing I can do? What's a place I can go? What's something I can read? something I can eat, a class I can go to, a friend I could call. But the deal is it's got to be one of my sure things. It's a person that I maybe I can box somebody and say, hey, you know, having a lousy day, I need you to box me like four positive things today. It's got to be a sure thing. And I then either I put that into play or I then look forward to that throughout the day. I say, yeah, this is going to be a lousy trip. It's, it's you know, it's going to be a terrible meeting. I've got some conflict to go through. I've got some slog work, whatever it is. And I say, and when I get through that, when I land, when that report is done, then I'm going to take a hot bath. I'm going to order some food. Uh, again, I'm going to watch a, you know, Pod Save America on HBO. I'm going to, you know, whatever. I, I'm going to have that one surefire thing that always makes me feel good. And yeah. And then that makes me feel grateful sort of in advance. And then I always do whatever the thing is 
I always do it for I myself. I love that. Anticipatory <laughs> gratitude. That belongs yeah. on like a quote board on Pinterest. I'm going to make that happen because I really, really like that. I have a good friend and I've mentioned her on the podcast before because I think it's really funny. And it, it, it actually, when she talked about it, it doesn't really have anything to do with gratitude, but I use it with gratitude. And she says she likes to be long-term lazy. So in the moment when she doesn't like to do something, she thinks about future her and how happy future her will be that this thing is done and that she doesn't have to deal with it. <laughs> and Perfect. so she'll exactly. go, so it's this idea of like, okay, I know I don't want to do this right now. It's, you know, I've been putting it off. I've been procrastinating. I'm grumpy about it. I hate that it's just even something in my life that I have to deal with. But future Megan is going to be so thrilled when she looks back and goes, oh, I don't have to do that thing today because past Megan did it yesterday. It's done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you just look a little bit ahead. And the trick for me is it's got to be as immediate as my current situation. So I, you know, again, I can't go into long term land because then that just gets all muddy. But no, the trick is it has to be and it has to be a sure thing, but I've got plenty of those sure things. And then I think I have a hunch that part of it is about the actual thing that I'll do or read or watch, you know, part of it's about the thing. And I'm betting part of it's also a part just about me stopping and thinking about it that helps that day. I'm betting it's kind of both of those things help me along the way. Yes, absolutely. Well, I have loved talking to you, Marion. It has just been so many little bits of wisdom in here that I'm so excited to share with our gratitude peeps that are listening to the podcast because I just think that we all come from such different backgrounds. And I know that what I've heard from some people is, you know, oh, that gratitude practice works for you because X, Y, Z, right? Your life looks like this. So you can make that work. And the truth is, you know, we can make this work. We can adapt to whatever our lifestyle is or the kind of personality we are. You know, I'm primarily a creative entrepreneur and you're an engineer. Like these are very different personality types, but we can both have a gratitude practice that works for our life. And it doesn't have to look like what anybody else does, but showing people that you can do it regardless and that you can adapt it to your lifestyle, I think is so important. It's going to help so many people. So I really appreciate you coming on today. Oh, you are welcome. It's, it's been my pleasure. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk to you very soon, my friend. Thank you. amazing was that interview with Marion. Wasn't she great? I can't even believe that that was her first podcast interview. She came off as a total pro to me, and I just feel like she had so many great nuggets of wisdom to share. I hope that you were able to get something out of it. I know that I certainly did, and I'm going to be sending this on to some of my friends who aren't necessarily artistic, creative thinkers who have told me gratitude practices are too woo-woo for me. They are not. They absolutely are not. And I'm just so grateful grateful for Marion for coming on and sharing with us. And I know that, you know, the first time you're on a podcast can be a little bit of a scary thought. So I just am so impressed by her and so, so grateful. As always, I'll be linking to some of the things that Marion talked about in our interview in the show notes. So head over to crazybananas.com, click on the Never Not Grateful 
button on our menu bar, and you will be led to all of our show notes from all of our episodes of Never Not Grateful, along with direct links, or you can actually just play the podcast straight through your browser. We would love, as always, if you subscribe to the podcast. You can find this podcast on pretty much every podcast app. So subscribe to make sure that every time there is a new episode of Never Not Grateful is delivered directly to your podcast app so you can listen to it while you're commuting, while you're out walking the dog. Regardless of what you're doing, you'll have it right there at your fingertips. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, again, I would love it if you could like or review, rate and review this podcast. It would be really helpful to me because that's how people find new podcasts, especially on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. At the end of every episode of Never Not Grateful, I like to share what I am grateful for today. And as I am recording this episode, I am grateful that today is the last day my kids will be in school before a little holiday break for Thanksgiving. I am super excited to have a little bit of a break from school, from our routine, from all their activities. It's a little bit difficult because I am self-employed, so taking an entire week off work can be a little bit stressful, but I'm choosing to focus on the good. And the good thing is that after a really crazy fall with a lot of activities for the kids, I work in education advocacy and the election was a huge time suck and energy suck and emotional suck for me. And so that is over. And I am just really looking forward to hunkering down and spending some quality time with the people I love. We are going to be headed next week out to see family for the Thanksgiving holiday. And I am just really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to being around a group of people that I love so much and just spending some quality time with them. That said, there will not be an episode of Never Not Grateful next week as we are celebrating the holiday with family. And I hope that you are celebrating the holiday with family or friends or loved ones as well. So take that time. And you know, like I said earlier in the episode, if you feel like you need a little bit of a break from all the love, you can head over to our bonus episode, which has a 10 minute gratitude practice. It's a guided gratitude practice. And I think it would be a great way to kind of refocus on gratitude especially during the holidays, during this overwhelming time. And I know at least for myself, I'll be sneaking away from the crowds of family here and there to just take that 10 minutes to myself to refocus my priorities. And I really want this season for me to really be focused on gratitude and really be focused on what I have and not what I don't have. And I really think that taking that time and just doing that little bonus guided gratitude practice is really a great way to do that. So you can find that bonus content in your subscription if you've subscribed to the podcast. Or like I said, you can head over to crazybananas.com under the Never Not Grateful heading and you can find it there as well. Thank you as always for listening to this podcast. I hope you get to spend some time during this upcoming holiday week spending time with people that you love or at the very least spending a little bit of time doing something that you love. And for me, that means snuggling up on the couch alone, possibly with a cat or a dog, with a nice warm blanket, watching Hallmark holiday movies. That is just 
my jam, friends. So whether it's something small like that, or maybe you're headed off on a long trip to see family, I hope that you can refocus on gratitude this holiday season. I am so grateful to you for listening to the podcast. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. 